You're listening to the Quince podcast. Exams have become a source of anxiety, stress and confusion for final year students in India. Weeks after hashtag Students Lives Matter trended on Twitter, over 30 students from across the country, including a COVID-positive student, moved the Supreme Court against the guidelines by the UGC or the University Grants Commission under the Ministry of Human Resource Development that mandated the conducting of the final semester of final year examinations by 30th September. How do we conduct exams without risking exposure? How do we wrap up the academic year without exams when educational institutions have been shut for 5 months? The pandemic has presented these challenges before academic institutions, students, their parents and teachers. Initially several states had decided to cancel the final exams in light of the pandemic, but the UGC guidelines from 7th July that directed an offline online hybrid mode of exams for final years may force colleges to revisit that decision. But is it a sound decision to make at such a time when students' careers are hanging by a thread? Could there have been an alternative solution to this? In this podcast, we'll hear from some of the student petitioners talk about the several hurdles that they are facing with this decision. Advocate Anubha Sahai from India White Parents Association, who's been helping students challenge the guidelines, and Assistant Professor of English at Kazi Nazrul University, Deva Ditya Bhattacharya. You're listening to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Shorbiri. First, let's understand what exactly the UGC guidelines say about the final year exams. Number 1, hold exams either online, offline, or through a combination of both, but by September 30th. Number 2, Those final year students who have a backlog should compulsorily be evaluated by conducting examinations in offline, online or a blended mode as per the feasibility and suitability. Number 3. In case a student is unable to write final year exams, they can appear for a special examination at a different point as and when feasible. These are the main directives, but for a lot of students this translates into choosing between risking exposure for offline exams and finding a digital solution for online exams but what if neither of those are viable options for some this student from assam who wished to remain anonymous expresses his problems with the online mode mera jo mem project hai mem hai final year ka mem mein jo mera professor hai mem mai unke touch mein mem five months since five months mem unke touch mein mem nahi hu theek hai to mem और मेरा लैपटॉप भी मैम पूरी तरीके से खराब है और मेरा मैम अभी वो भी मैम ऑनलाइन प्रोसेसिंग आई हैवेंट बीन एबल टू अटेंड क्लासेस प्रॉपर्ली फॉर द लास्ट 5 मंथ्स द क्लासेस हैव बीन गेटिंग डिस्टर्बड माय लैपटॉप इज आल्सो नॉट वर्किंग एंड दीस प्रॉब्लम्स आर प्रेजेंटिंग एज हर्डल्स इन द ऑनलाइन मोड आई डोंट थिंक इट्स फीजिबल फॉर अस टू प्रिपेयर फॉर एग्जाम्स इन अ मंथ्स टाइम नाउ इट्स इंपॉसिबल 
We have asked the university authorities. They said that the exams can be wrapped up between 12 to 30 September, but the evaluation process is so slow generally that we are expecting the results only by December. That means I won't be able to apply for a PhD on time as planned. I might have to waste a year. Ma'am, इतना ये process ma'am इतना slow है ma'am यहाँ में जो university exam conduct करवाता है ma'am इतना slow है कि ma'am हम हम लोगों को result मिलते मिलते ma'am शायद December या अगले साल तक हम लोगों को रुकना पड़ेगा तो हम ma'am मुझे मेरा मेरा ma'am PhD या कुछ मैं apply ma'am सोच रहा था कि मैं apply कर दूँ ma'am लेकिन इस वजह से ma'am शायद मैं मेरा year loss हो सकता है और ma'am higher study के लिए मैं जा नहीं पाऊँगा ma'am yes absolutely ma'am Another student from Odisha who also wished to remain anonymous talks about how in her college students who appeared for the online mode complained of several technological problems. बहुत सारा प्रोटेस्ट किए वो लोग बहुत सारे रिक्वेस्ट भी किए उससे बहुत कुछ किए फिर भी ये लोग उनका कुछ भी नहीं सुन रहे सिर्फ बोल रहे हैं कि नहीं तुमको एग्जाम कराना पड़ेगा ही पड़ेगा बस बट मैम बहुत सारे स्टूडेंट्स आई है We held protests and also tried to request with our university, but they aren't budging. They say exams have to be held at any cost, and I have proof of it. That some students say that they did appear for online exams, but their computers crashed and their tests didn't get registered. But the college authorities retorted by saying that they can't provide a laptop to all students. One department in our college switched off their phones entirely. Nobody is helping. और भी तो बच्चे हम हम क्या सबको लैपटॉप प्रोवाइड प्रोवाइड करते रहेंगे तो ऐसे वो कोई हेल्प नहीं कर रहा है एक बंद एक से तो एक डिपार्टमेंट तो फोन स्विचअप ही करके रख दिया तो Now Odisha was one of those handful states along with Rajasthan, Punjab, Maharashtra, West Bengal and some others which had initially cancelled the final examinations earlier in June but the UGC decision may reverse it all. Out of these states Maharashtra is the only one so far that took a stand in the court against this coercive decision instructing universities that holding final year examinations by September end were not binding on the state or the universities in the state. But a lot of other states like Odisha are still undecided about the next steps. So in what kind of a mental space does this leave students in? Moreover with the rising infections what about those students with comorbidities who also don't have access to the internet? Listen to the student from Odisha describe her distress with this situation. So hamara kya hua tha na Odisha mein cancel ho gaya tha already government ne cancel kar diye the. So फिर हम क्या किए ना हम अपना एमकॉम इंफेक्शनिशियलीफेक्शन and i am an asthmatic patient and it's not feasible for me to step out to pura mane pura battar se battar hota ja raha hai hamare yahan bhi local case hamare ghar ke paas bhi aur main ma'am sach bol rahi hu main ek asthma patient hu aur mere liye exam se mane kuch ho gaya to main to recover nahi kar paungi na kyunki main asthma patient hu na ma'am on the same day as the ugc guidelines got out 
the Union Ministry of Home Affairs also allowed universities and other institutions to conduct compulsory final examinations. The UGC had also said that around 195 universities across India have already conducted online or offline exams for final year students, while around 366 others are planning to conduct examinations in online, offline or a hybrid mode. But these students, you've just heard along with several others, are challenging this very decision in court. And advocate Anubha Sahai, who's been helping these students, say that this one-size-fits-all decision doesn't give equal and fair opportunity to everyone, and that's why it's not in line with the fundamental rights of citizens. She lays out the problems with this decision and why exactly it needs to be reversed. So there are many reasons why offline exams cannot be conducted because number of cases are rising, rising daily, and also the COVID uh, has been declared as airborne recently so now there is a lot of stress among students that how they will cope up how they will go and conduct exams appear for exams the problem which they are facing the main problem major problem which they are facing is with regard to transport with and also stay and accommodation transport we know is not available all the central trains are have been suspended by central by railways and even local uh, transport public transport is not available so the students are facing lot of problem they won't be able to commute if they have to appear for exam many students have left for their hometown from their respective uh, universities and colleges where they are staying so they'll have to again go back to those colleges to appear for exam to uh, they have to appear for the exam in those particular centers it will be practically impossible for students to appear for offline those who have already relocated and even those who have not relocated even if they are staying in that particular city, then also most of the cities in our country are now in containment zone. So students who are in containment zone, it will be practically impossible for them to appear for exam. Because as per MHA guidelines, no examination or no uh, schools can function in containment zone. As far as online exams are concerned, online infrastructure and availability in poor and rural parts of country. And in fact, even in urban also like which has happened recently in case of DU, the mock test totally failed. So the, as far as online infrastructure is concerned, we don't have sufficient infrastructure in villages. Not only villages, in uh, urban areas also students are facing problem. Uh, as far as uh, other issues are concerned, why we are opposing is that the students will have to go through the quarantine guidelines which are prescribed by the particular state they'll have to go for quarantine for 14 days to even 21 days in some states the guidelines are that you have to be in quarantine if you're coming from a, some other city or some other state so those students who will be traveling from containment zone to even non-containment zone or from containment to non-containment -con uh, uh, zone they will have to go through this quarantine process of 14 days or 15 days or even 21 days in advance so how they will be uh, preparing how they they are going to even uh, uh, take a call whether to apply for the exam or not because they have to prepare everything one month in advance but why was this decision taken in the first place even as india is nowhere close to controlling the pandemic we know two things for certain one given the number of cases it's quite obvious that written exams may be next to impossible indefinitely and two not everyone has the privilege to access internet and technology. 
Assistant Professor of English at Kazi Nazrul University, Devadatta Bhattacharya says that the UGC mandate is being seen as a way to rein in the states. And he also points out that colleges and universities transitioning to the online mode with the help of edtech companies belies the institutions and the government's commitment to aid the worst affected in this pandemic. So the UGC's revised guidelines, published almost in a tizzy on the 6th of July, contain a curious irony. Because if one returns to the original guidelines, published on the 29th of April, one would realize that these guidelines were originally intended as an advisory, right? so as a set of suggestive measures, right? so which the original set of guidelines clarifies, right? So would not be binding on institutions as such, right? So it was specified in as many words that institutions, that is colleges and universities, were well within their right or their autonomy to go out and not implement these measures on the basis of the ground situation. Now, therefore, the compulsion clause that now gets attached to a set of UGC guidelines which were originally intended to be merely suggestive in nature is where the actual political game plan lies. While the political calculations behind the revised guidelines were primarily targeted at state governments, uh, there were very significant policy ramifications to this as well. Given the spread of the pandemic, it is fairly clear that a physical conduct of examinations is next to impossible. Right, so whether it be September or October, right, so to have pen and paper examinations and to make infrastructural arrangements for them, right, so are going to be just impossible, right? Which would mean that laboring under the shadow of a diktat, right, so coming directly from the central government, right, so all higher educational institutions across the country will be forced to transition their examination process online, which automatically would give a permanent entry to private edtech capital to try and uh, determine the, the, the policy futures of public higher education in the country. And, I, and we already know of DU tying up with Amazon, several other institutions, particularly I know of institutions in West Bengal tying up with companies like TCS or edX and trying to design examination portals through which they can shift and permanently shift right, so their examination process to, to online platforms. Right? Now, given the the constitutional commitment right, of the public education sector, given the fact that, that public or state universities exist in this country right, so precisely to make education accessible and affordable to students who are worst affected by the lockdown, right, so to transition the entire teaching or examination process online would mean that you are automatically throwing entire populations of the country outside of the purview of educational services. So what are the alternate suggestions? How can students be assessed without having to write these exams? Ms. Sahai points out that alternate methods were adopted for board exams, so why not for final year students? Alternative method of uh, evaluation based on students' own past and uh, present performance is what we are praying. That let there be an alternative method, like which has been done by uh, recently by IIT for CBSC, ICC also same pattern was being followed. So why not the same thing sh can be followed should be followed for uh, final year students also, and uh, only one semester is left. 
most of the portion is completed only one semester is left so i guess this is the best way best alternate method of evaluation based on students own past and present performance if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on apple google podcast spotify geo seven and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the quinn website and check out the podcast section for any feedback shoot an email to podcasts at the quinn.com thanks for listening log on to the quinn's website and check out our other podcasts 